We here at Stormdar Weather work hand-in-hand with the National Weather Service and other professional weather service agencies as a Weather Ready Nation ambassador. We are avid weather enthusiasts who have studied the likes of Mother Nature for over 30 years. The purpose of this podcast is to provide weather information, facts, and trivia in a manner that is entertaining and easily understood by everyone. Well, hello and welcome back to the Stormdar Weather Podcast. This is episode 252. I'm Rando. I'm Corey. What? What? That's my name. Corey is back. Oh my gosh. I got... Wow. Long time no see, buddy. Yay. Welcome back to the pod. Thanks. So so how's uh how's caving done for a while? Uh yeah, yeah. Took a little break. Uh I'll be back at it. Before you know it, though. Yeah, well, that's going to happen. Well, <laughs> hopefully I want to get you on the pod as much as I can. I'm actually going to, I've said this for two years now, I'm going to email Kyle Perez and Megan Terry and see if I can get them on the podcast. Yeah. And that would be so much fun. So anyway, we missed last week. Uh, well, because I was in the hospital, I'll briefly tell you, I just had a little bout with pancreatitis. Uh, I'm fine. Everything's fine. But I've changed my eating habits. I've lost a lot of weight. There so, you go. Of course, you wouldn't know because you haven't seen me in, what, three months? <laughs> I don't know. Have you, you haven't been out playing disc golf, have you? I, you know, I was out playing today because oh, the I didn't know if it would be too windy or what. Well, let's put it this way. Um, I didn't keep score. Ah, uh, gotcha. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, my God, wasn't it windy today? It was a little bit. Jeez. Now, yesterday, I went out yesterday, and I think we were having gusts to like 25, 30 or something. But today, uh, my buddy Phil, I, we were texting each other. It's like, you know, it's going to be 70 degrees. And at, uh, I think, uh, Gary, my buddy Gary was saying uh, he went out about 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock, and it was 60-something. Yeah, it was, it was warm but windy. I I I know. So I, you know, I got to take advantage of it. It's it's January sixteenth. I mean, right. our average high and low are twenty or forty four and twenty four or twenty five or something. Mm-hmm. So, not complaining. So, don't uh, get used to it. Yeah, well, true. Oh, do you have a hunch? What's no, 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 you know, I, not <laughs> not a short term hunch. Just you know, yeah. Winter's not done. Ex- uh, well, I totally agree. Winter yeah. is just not done yet. Uh, it's only January. Uh, my my hunch was kind of right. I was thinking we had that little dip, you know, negative four around Christmas or something. I thought, you know, I bet January's going to be a little warmer. Uh, and it well, pre- it's bound pre- to be warmer than that. The, oh, the minus four? Yeah. Oh, yeah, maybe minus five. No, minus two. That's what Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. No, it, it was... Uh, have you been out on the, the lake and kayaking? No, so? no. I just... When it's warmer, it's kind of windy. I don't like the wind and the, on the water. So. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Well, and it's bad for fishing, too. I've heard from fishermen. Yeah. Uh, the fish don't know what they're... They're looking through a kaleidoscope, and they don't know what they're looking at. Um, yeah, last week when I was uh, in the hospital, I saw the little round... We, didn't we have a marginal, it was a marginal for us, or, or something was it happening? It was right to our east, down into Arkansas, over towards the boot hill in that area. Okay. And then they removed it 
and then they kind of brought it back, but not as big. And, you know, storms started firing that day in yeah. Oklahoma. And, uh, you know, we got some lightning. We got some rumblers. It wasn't bad. It was kind of a gentle thunderstorm, kind of a good oh, okay. sleeping storm. You yeah, because I came through before eleven o'clock. So, it, it, yeah, at night because I yeah. I was in the where I was at was in the basement. So we didn't. There's hey, no you windows. Were safe. You were safe, right? Uh, very safe. So. Matter of fact, I was talking to one of the nurses uh, when they wheeled me because they have to inpatient you for a couple of days. Once I got to the inpatient room, one of the nurses says, "So, Stormdar, how?" <laughs> I was like, "Whoa." So, That's cool. So they knew me. So I, I had some uh, some of the nurses to talk to that actually knew who Storm Dark Weather was. Cool. Uh, so that was fine. Uh, well above temperature. Well above average for temperatures for for January. Uh, did you see that tornado today? I saw it on radar. It surprised me. I was just flipping through the Weather Channel, and yeah, it's been an active winter. You know, not so much for Iowa, but that one was in Iowa. Yeah. But, you know, Louisiana, Alabama. Let's talk about that because we've been having a lot of severe weather down there in Alabama. Mm-hmm. Now, is that a La Nina influence, you think? Mm, I don't know. Because one of them, either El Nino or La Nina, do favor that southern severe track. Yeah. Well, but- it seems like that happens more and more down there. Maybe it is La Nina because we seems like we have La Nina a lot lately. Oh yeah, uh, but you know it's they always get it before we do. But you know I've seen them get it a lot in February. It's still early for that. This is winter. Yeah, this is totally totally so, winter. Yeah, and in Iowa in January. So and that just goes yeah, to prove that's you know you get snow in Iowa in January, right? right? <laughs> Not tornadoes. Exactly. Oh yeah, and uh, you know my favorite, the Weather Channel has named this winter storm Iggy. Never been a fan of that name. <laughs> Me either. I like. I just want to shout out to him. Please stop, mm-hmm. Iggy. Yeah, yeah. Maybe run out of, run out of names sometime. Yeah, uh, the the SBC has been. I think at day five, uh, they were talking about you know a few days ago they had targeted Louisiana, and now they got a slight risk out for day three. I'm curious to see what's happening tomorrow. I mean, where. We're supposed to get something Wednesday. I'm going to toss that to you in a minute at the it's your model minute. I get to play that again. Um, but the yeah, Louisiana, Mississippi, it's it's it, it's crazy. And the jet stream is that way. And we're we're in the warm sector. I mean, I think our high today was seventy one point two. Crazy seventy one point two. I'm not complaining. Oh gosh, no, me either. But I'm I'm with you. I'd rather have the rain, uh, the wind, just kind of you know calm down a little bit. And this evening, my mom texted me, and she from Springfield. She said that her windmill was standing still. So this thing moved out. The pressure gradient just widened, and then nothing. So that's pretty crazy. But I am curious if there's more rain coming or temperatures or, or something. So let's get to the next segment. Model Minute, Model Minute, what do they say? It's the Model Minute. We get to do the Model Minute now, and Corey's got his big old iPad Pro. What do you want to know? Uh, the first thing I want to know, let, let's talk about r- rain, because I've been hearing bouts of rain here and there. I mean, I'm not yeah. sure. What do you You saying? know, you see that big 80% chance on Wednesday. It's like, oh, it's going to rain all day. Oh, it's going to rain so much. We're not. We're talking about a quarter to half an inch. <laughs> That's not much. No, <laughs> it's not much. I will say, 
we're not in any type of a, a drought right now. We're not abnormally dry. Yes. So just keep those rain, you know, keep it coming. Yeah. Yeah. Every we don't need a lot of, at once. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just kind of keep going. Yeah. We don't want the flood because that doesn't do anything because no, no, no. all the water runs off. So that's just nuts. So, yeah, it's not going to be much. It'll be wet. Take an umbrella. That's all. I mean, the forecast grid doesn't even have any lightning. Oh, really? Unless you click on the hourly, and there are three hours that actually have thunderstorms possible. So it's still up in the air whether we'll get a, maybe a rumbler or two out of it. I don't think there's going to be that much instability. I don't either. Anyway. So, but that, but that's now that's Tuesday night into Wednesday, correct? That's, yeah. Or, or Wednesday? Well. Or, I don't know. Let me see here. That uh-huh. is. Whoops. <laughs> I went to the Japanese models here. Uh-oh. I can't even. I can't. I can't. Can't read. Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that great. is correct, because you know it's going to drop temperatures down, though for sure. There's cold air behind it, right? Sixty-four on you know Tuesday, you're going to get more cloud cloudage coming through, yeah. but then by Wednesday, you're still going to get you know up into the sixties, but you know it's going to be raining. That cold front's going to be moving through by Thursday. We're forty-six for a high, oh. so closer to normal. Yeah, closer to normal. But yeah, eighty percent chance of rain on that day is what the the forecast grid was saying. But yeah, okay, it's not looking not looking much, and it's pretty dry, you know, on the models. Mm-hmm. Okay, on the and then maybe around the twenty second we have a little bit of shower action, nothing much, but it's one of those to where it looks like it's going to be riding on a cold front. So you have to watch how fast that front moves. Maybe some snow flurries afterwards. That's Okay. That's not till later. It's on a, it's on Saturday the twenty, is it the twenty second or twenty third? Somewhere around there. Yeah, it's, it's like, a while away. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's enough room to change on this thing. And then really nothing. We got something blowing up over Arkansas you know, at the end of the month. Looks, you know, pretty severe on the model. But, ooh, uh, ooh, I like that. Uh, nowhere, you know, it's Little Rock area basically. Oh, okay, down there. Nothing for us here. And there's really, you know, all there is, I mean, bouts of frozen precipitation towards the 1st of February, which, okay. which some models say colder air could be moving in at that time. Yeah, I, I've heard chatter about that. I mean, and there, there's some, some people that say, oh, it's going to be a monster. Well, I, I can't put any confidence. I wouldn't say that. Yeah. We don't know that yet. I mean, it's February. It gets cold in February. Yeah. Well, and our average high and low are going to start rising now. I mean, I think this is the last week for 44 and 24. We're going to start going up. So by February, we should maybe be... I need to go check that. Be back in the 60s. Anyway, 50s. Well, that's going to... I mean... Yeah, I mean... I'm seeing 20s and 30s. That's not too bad for... For highs or lows? For January. Uh, Highs in the 30s. Let's see here. Yeah. But I'm still good with that. Maybe... It's kind of, you got some colder air coming in on the last few frames of that 384 loop. Yeah, that, way out there. Okay. But uh, it was right the last time for, I, I was watching that the whole time for the uh, the one we got right before Christmas, you know? Oh, the big bubble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Boy, that was weird. That was, it was wild. And it's kind of like what happened, I mean, in a slight way in the February 2020 thing. I mean, it's just a, a big chunk just slid down and stayed there. Fortunately, this one did not stay. Right, which <laughs> is so much better. <laughs> but that—that's what you're looking at the thermals. That's what's going on there. That's what. Yeah, that was. There's, there's nothing. 
out of the ordinary on these models. Good. Good. At all. Yeah, no winter storms. Because everything's going around us. We got severe to the south, Louisiana. We got well, well, a tornado in Iowa. Plus, we got that winter storm up in Nebraska that's going to dump seven to ten inches, and we're right in the middle. Just remember the end of the month, the first of February. The models are trending colder. That's all I really have to say. Okay, and that's fair. That's why we look at those long ranges. They yeah. are trending colder. Good, good, good. Yep. Um, I'm just looking at the normal high and low for Springfield for February first. Uh, is 46 and 25. Now, once we get to Valentine's Day, the average high for Springfield is 49 and 28. So, right. and then 50, we they make an appearance at 50 on the 15th. So this is February. Kind of getting in the 50s. I'm, I'm good with that. But again, these are just average highs. These are not what's coming up. So, uh, yeah. So in the subsequent podcast, we're really going to be... I mean, expect winter because it's winter time. Oh, yeah. But I'm not seeing anything like in the winter weather type frozen precipitation, you know. Yes. At all. Yes. Let's keep it that way. Especially since my friend Gary is going back and forth to Springfield like almost every day. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Oh, that's nice. Were you looking at the GFS, obviously? Yeah. Seeing anything on any other ones? There's all kind of the same thing. They're all basically the same. It's this is nothing out there. Yeah, right. (laughs) It's tranquil right now. Nothing out there. Well, that's okay. Um, Hey, I did. I we haven't done this in a while. I uh, have the. Let me find my drop. Uh, I got a little update. So. been a while since we checked that, and they yeah. update on the second Thursday, so that we just got a new update coming in. So what I found out, La Nina is expected to continue through winter for another couple of months, but there's a 50-50 chance it's going to be transitioning to from La Nina to neutral on March, and then a 71% chance of, new, of a neutral phrase. So by April, we may be La Nada. We may be in that middle. Trending downward. Yeah. From La Nina. And... I'm not exactly sure what that's going to mean. <laughs> Probably nothing. <laughs> no. But yeah, well, how long have we been in this La Nina? Like three years? It seems like it. <laughs> like forever. Because it would try to get out. It's like, no, 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 we're going back down. Um, oh, by the way, we're still in a La Nina advisory, just in case you want to know. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Let me post that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, post it quick, quick. All right, well, it's time to get to the weather school. Uh, this week's weather school is about fog. We've had some freezing fog. Uh, in the mornings, had some lots of reports of freezing fog. So uh, it's going to happen, especially with these warmer temperatures coming in, and the, the you know the ground is all cold. Blah 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 blah. Anyway, this weather school will tell you all about it. So let's get to that. If there's something about the weather that you want to know, stormed our weather school. The National Weather Service has just put us under a dense fog advisory. Fog is a visible aerosol consisting of minute water droplets or ice crystals suspended in the air at or near the Earth's surface. 
although it has no Latin name, fog can be considered a type of low-lying cloud, usually resembling stratus, and is heavily influenced by nearby bodies of water, topography, and wind conditions. In turn, fog has affected many human activities, such as shipping, travel, and warfare. By definition, fog reduces visibility to less than two-thirds of a mile, whereas mist causes lesser impairment of visibility. Fog forms when the difference between air temperature and the dew point temperature is less than four and a half degrees. Fog normally occurs at a relative humidity near 100%. This occurs from either added moisture in the air or falling ambient temperatures. However, fog can form at lower humidities and can sometimes fail to form when the relative humidity is at 100%. At 100% relative humidity, the air cannot hold additional moisture. Thus, the air will become supersaturated if additional moisture is added. Fog commonly produces precipitation in the form of drizzle or very light snow. Drizzle occurs when the humidity of fog attains 100% and the minute cloud droplets begin to coalesce into larger droplets. This can occur when the fog layer is lifted and cooled sufficiently or when it is forcibly compressed from above by descending air. Drizzle becomes freezing drizzle when the air temperature at the surface drops below the freezing point. Now let's talk about the different types of fog. There's radiation fog, and that is formed by the cooling of land after sunset by infrared thermal radiation in calm conditions with a clear sky. The cooling ground then cools adjacent air by conduction, causing the air temperature to fall and reach the dew point forming fog. Radiation fog occurs at night, and it usually doesn't last long after sunrise, but it can persist all day in the winter months, especially in areas bounded by high ground. Radiation fog is most common in the autumn and early winter. Ground fog is fog that obscures less than 60% of the sky and does not extend to the base of any overhead clouds. However, the term is usually a synonym for radiation fog, which is very shallow. In some cases, the depth of the fog is on the order of tens of centimeters over certain kinds of terrain with the absence of wind. Advection fog occurs when moist air passes over a cool surface by advection wind and is cooled. It's common as a warm front passes over an area with significant snowpack. It's most common at sea when moist air encounters cooler waters, including area of cold water upwelling, such as along the California coast. A strong enough temperature difference over water or bare ground can also cause advection fog. Evaporation fog, or steam fog, forms over bodies of water overlain by much colder air. This situation can also lead to steam devils forming. Lake effect fog is of this type, sometimes in combination with other causes like radiation fog. 
Frontal fog forms in much the same way as a stratus cloud near a front when raindrops falling from relatively warm air above the frontal surface evaporate into cooler air close to the Earth's surface and cause it to become saturated. This type of fog can be the result of a very low frontal stratus cloud subsiding to the surface level in the absence of any lifting agent after the front passes. Ice fog forming in very low temperatures can be the result of other mechanisms mentioned here, as well as the exhalation of warm, moist air by herds of animals. It can be associated with the diamond dust form of precipitation, in which very small crystals of ice form and slowly fall. Freezing fog, which deposits rime, is composed of droplets of supercooled water which freezes to surfaces on contact. Depending on the concentration of the droplets, visibility in fog can range from the appearance of haze to almost zero visibility. Many lives are lost each year worldwide from accidents involving fog conditions on the highways, including multiple vehicle collisions. The aviation travel industry is affected by the severity of fog conditions, even though modern auto-landing computers can put an aircraft down without the aid of a pilot. Personnel manning an airport control tower must be able to see if aircraft are sitting on the runway awaiting takeoff. Safe operations are difficult in thick fog, and civilian airports may forbid takeoffs and landings until conditions improve. So let's talk about record extremes. The foggiest place in the world is Hamilton, New Zealand, followed closely by the Grand Banks off the coast of Newfoundland, which is the meeting place of the cold Labrador current from the north and the much warmer Gulf Stream from the south. Some of the foggiest land areas in the world include Argentina and Point Reyes, California, each with over 200 foggy days per year. So the next time you're out driving in foggy conditions, then remember this. Slow down and turn on your headlights on the low beams. In zero visibility, you may not see a stopped car in front of you. If you have a question about the weather you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather at gmail.com and in the subject line, put weather question. Well, that does it for this edition of Stormdar Weather School. So please, 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 if you're out driving in the fog, even in the daytime, slow down, use your low beams, especially on the highway. I mean, you're, you're going to get some of these fog, these valleys, and you're going to drive into fog, and you're not going to be able to see that car in front of you. And if it's freezing below zero, you can get some slick spots out there. So You bet. There you go. All right, it's time for the next segment, which is in other news. I got a, I got some things. I know you got some things too. Yes, uh, <laughs> but the big thing I've noticed is California is getting hammered, 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 hammered. There's this atmospheric river going on off offshore. It's just flowing. This rain and shoveling uh, storm systems in there. It's been going on for a couple of weeks now. It's or? been wet for California. That's crazy. Oh yeah. 
Very, very weird. And I heard today on the Weather Channel they were talking about there is a little pattern shift going on. So uh, the atmospheric river is slowing down, but it's not done yet. I think there's another storm or two uh, lower intensity going on. But they they said it is possible that that may shut off by next week, and they need they need that. Well, and you- some little fun facts I found: California. They they said many areas of California have picked up a foot and a half of rain. That's 18 inches of rain. And the Sierras have picked up over 200 inches of snow, which is 250% above average. That's crazy. It's going to help the drought. I mean, well, well the, the sure. snow. The snow, because when it melts, it's going to hopefully fill up all those. They need it over there. Oh, my gosh. Because you're the drought Not follower. Not so much. Not so much. Well, have you heard that the hurricane hunters are actually actively searching out or, or scanning that atmospheric river they're they're dropping their their what are they called the drop drop, the drop songs. songs they're dropping that down because you know you get pressure you know it's it's amazing what they're doing there's no hurricanes right now yeah not doing anything so they're flying <laughs> over all this atmospheric river seeing what in the world is going on over there oh man so uh it's helping the forecast and the models and they're just trying to get uh a, a an understanding about this river structure and why it's what, what's going on exactly. That's fascinating. I wonder if it's a La Nina thing. I Ooh, I don't know. But yeah, they're flying. They fly over it every day. Isn't that something? because you know you? I've never heard the term atmospheric river as much as I have in the past three years because yep. they had one over the Pacific Northwest maybe a year or two ago, and then you have had this is not the first one in California. So, uh, what's going on over there? <laughs> That's something good. Now is. Is this different from the Pineapple Express? I think so. I mean, I, th- I haven't heard that term used with this as much. Okay, so it's probably it's probably different because pineapple's probably coming lower latitude, maybe off of like Hawaii. I would coming in. think so. That's uh, just they a thought. Pineapples, right? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, fruits and veggies, you got to have those. Yeah. <laughs> My gosh, no, I had no idea. Mm-hmm. See, you find all these cool things. I don't know. Um, Anything else on that one? Uh, go ahead. Go to the next oh, okay. one. Okay. Um, I did also hear on the Weather Channel, great source of weather information, uh, over 100 tornado reports have been since Christmas in the U.S. So the U.S. since Christmas, which is not even Christmas 25th. Today is the 16th. So we're talking, what, three weeks? Wow. If that, over 100 tornado reports and that then that's not just the south that's i I saw the little graphic it's basically everything east of mississippi so kentucky tennessee you know south down there they've had tornado emergencies issued for these storms that's insane right you know and i'm looking now i'm I'm getting i'm I'm educating myself because i'm i'm starting to look at the end of the uh, when they do the text, like tornado warning text mm-hmm. or severe thunderstorm warning text, you look at the bottom and it'll say they'll put a tornado tag on it. Yeah. Which is really cool. Um, the ones I get sent to my watch puts that information at the very top. Oh, that'd be cool. So I can tell. Oh, oh. tornado possible. Okay. Let's take a look at this thing. Well, especially if, it, if it's here because we need to get on, on, on the right. Facebook and start telling people about it. Wow. All right. But you know the tornado that killed seven was on the ground. It was an EF3. It was on the ground for 76 miles. 76 miles. Whoa. That's a that's a long uh, long track tornado now, right Is this there. the one in Miss This was the one the Alabama? In, in Alabama. Alabama. Okay. 
70 because now, now look, usually when you have a storm that's going to produce a long track tornado for 76 miles that's going to put you in the high risk category for that day i would think so were they ever up to moderate i think so okay i think I, i'll I'm give not 100 percent. if not it should be it, i mean moderate should be yeah enhanced but they could have put in a high on and nobody would have Said, hey, why are we in a high? You know, kind of like right. we do sometimes. It's like, You're right. Exactly. <laughs> hey, 76 miles is a long That's time a long for a tornado. tornado. Do, do we know what the rating was? It's an EF3. An EF3? Boy, that thing hung on. It did, for sure. Wow. And I, I've been watching the ones uh, in Louisiana going into Mississippi. There was just, it was like a family of them in a way. I, I saw like 10 tornado warnings at one one point. I, I forget when that was. It was, wasn't was the last round, but it just, Tornado warnings everywhere and those little TVS signatures. You know, if, if anybody needs education on tornado vortex signatures, mm-hmm. that's one that you can you can do. It's insane. Well, you know what the world's coldest city is? No. Let me see if I can pronounce this. <laughs> Yakutsk. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, you never heard of that. It's Y A K U T S K. Yakutsk. And it's in eastern Siberia, obviously. Uh, it's identified as the world's coldest city. It, but they're, they're compl- the poor people are complaining uh, because it's been unusually cold for a very, very long time. And right, I think today their temperature is minus 50 uh, Fahrenheit, minus 56 on the centigrade Celsius scale. Uh, what they're saying is they usually it's usually cold. But they have, you know, respites. I mean, Siberian respites would be maybe get up to minus 20, maybe, you know. But there's been a lot of wildfires recently, and all of that smoke is coming and insulating the atmosphere over them, thus keeping the temperature stupid, stupid low. And they're talking about people going outside and freezing their eyelashes. Yeah. I mean, that's too cold for me. And these people live there. Well, they're used to it. It's in their blood. They're cold blooded. They have to be. I mean, even even Stewart. I mean, I get Stewart because you, at least you have yeah. some variety up there. I don't get them. I couldn't live up there. Yeah, I like I like living here. Yeah, you just <laughs> never know what you're going to get down here. Over there, it's just cold. Oh uh, yeah, it's just cold. You can't do anything about it. I nope. mean, you'll freeze to death. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway, you got anything else over there? Hey, got a weird thing. Ooh, I like it. Something strange I never heard of. It blows my mind though. Okay, scientists have discovered a way to divert lightning, not using a lightning rod or anything like that. They've been working on it for years, okay? So they're up on a Swiss mountain. they got a big complex up there. And guess what they've been using to divert lightning strikes? The only thing I can think of would be a magnet. Lasers. Lasers? Lasers. They're shining lasers the up <laughs> into the storm. And when they don't do it, they get struck. This place is way up on a mountain. They get struck a lot. So they got struck an average of 12 times during one storm system without using the lasers. They didn't get any when they were using the lasers. Here's the deal. They have special high-tech slow-motion cameras all over the mountain. And they've been able to document when they shine a laser up into the storm, the lightning diverts. And moves towards the laser. Blew, oh, that's blew freaky. my mind. 
I wouldn't mind getting some lasers on top of the house. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, because a laser is light energy. Exactly. So, boy, I'm going to have to think about that one. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It, Google that. It's a, okay. it's a very interesting read. Lasers. The, now this the idea of this has been going back since till nineteen to nineteen seventy four. They thought maybe this could happen, so it's been cooking for a while. So they're pretty proud of themselves. They've been able to actually divert lightning on on several occasions. Okay, where that lightning follows the laser. I'm sorry, that's just weird. It, but what would cause that is the laser heating up the air right there, and it kind of. You know what's what's going on with that? Okay, well that might work. I mean, really, because it's the lightning following. He- Boy, I don't know. It really doesn't. It makes no sense to me, but it's working. I mean, obviously, unfortunately, the laser events only appeared to divert positive lightning flashes. So okay, I don't know. Well, it looks like they need a dual pole right laser up there. Yeah, maybe so. <laughs> yeah, say that three times. Dual pole laser. <laughs> I keep saying. The laser sent skyward changes. The laser sent skyward changes the light bending properties of the air, causing the laser to pulse. They're causing the laser pulse to shrink and intensify until it begins to ionize air molecules. That's that's the key. It's ionizing. There you go. Oh. This process is called filamentration. Should I use that on our weather word of the week? Ooh. Ooh. Filamentration. The air molecules are rapidly heated along the path of the laser, absorbing in its, in its energy, then expelled at supersonic speed. Hmm. This leaves behind long-lived channels of less dense air. So... Okay. Interesting. Because, because I keep thinking, you know, light, water conducts electricity. I, I'm just thinking out loud. How powerful like, of a laser do you need? Can I just go out with a laser pointer? No, I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> right. Wow. Yeah. Now, is this from, where, where's this source? NWS or government? This is from... Uh, the Onion? No, I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> the, sorry. Uh, it's the... Uh, it's... The National Center for Scientific Research Applied Optics Laboratory in Paris. Oh, okay. So they know what they're talking about. Yeah, I suppose. Wee <laughs> wee. Oui, oui. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, because if lightning, electricity travels. Wow, I'm just going to have to read it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I got to give you one of these, man, because that's a, that's a very fascinating one. Okay, that's enough. So... <laughs> Wow. Yeah. So I know what I'm doing after we get done with the podcast. Exactly. Yeah. Got anything else? Um, we got plenty of time. I was skimming on something here, and I didn't really get to read it, but it's very, very interesting. There's a pretty cool uh, article out. Do you know what one of the oldest things on this earth is? Like a diamond? And you use it every day. Water. Oh, water. Okay. Duh. Okay. Water. We drink 4.5 billion year old water. There's a really neat article about how old the water is. And, oh, you know, wow. people don't even think about water. Oh, water comes from the sky. It rains. It's right. new water. It's not necessarily new water. 
Right, right. It's, it's, it's recycled. Yeah. The water's coming from the earth, basically. Right, right. So it was just an interesting read about how old water is. It's on the Science, science Alert uh, website. So if you want to check that out, it's really, really cool. Well, see, that would make sense because that's like when we go to new planets and stuff, that's the first thing we look for. Is there right. water on this thing? Right. And no, so. no, you're right. I mean, I think a lot of people don't realize that. It, it's, a, it's a whole... Hydro system, whatever mm-hmm. it is, you know that, that that's why the water evaporates in the sky, and the clay makes a cloud and moves over and rains, and then exactly, wow. So it's one of the oldest substances on Earth, four point five billion years old. Wow. Well, when I'm playing disc golf at at Iserman and we get up to that, you know, water treatment or something sewer treatment plant, that water ain't ain't right. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, it ain't right. No. <laughs> you could do that. Wow. I've been I've been through there a bunch. It's And Tanny Como's just on the other side of it, which is yeah. which is cool. Anything going on celestially? I don't think I don't think anything's uh, going on this month. Green comet going through. It's been kind of cloudy. We can't really see it with the naked eye. You gotta have a telescope or some binoculars. Mm-hmm. It only comes by Earth every fifty thousand years. This one comet does, and I oh, can't wow. remember the name. But well, what one of these months is the Quadrantids, and I don't know if that yeah. was December or. No. I mean, it, it, I, I have to go back in my in my notes, mm-hmm. so I'll have to do that. Oh, um, I think that's all I had. All, all you had? Well, you know what? It's almost time for the last segment. Mm-hmm. You ready? Uh, where is it? There. It's the weather word of the week. It's time for the Storm Dare Weather Weather Word of the Week, and since nope, since it's Corey's here, you get it. So, Corey, what is this week's Storm Dare Weather Weather Word of the Week? It's an aerologen. Wow, an aerologen. I so, s- what is an aerologen? Any of a variety of allergens, such as pollens, grasses, or dust carried by winds, which most are. Well, I was going to say, how else would you? You know what else is carried by winds? Smoke. Yes. And that'll bother people, too. Right. So so is that an aero allergen, I guess? I guess it could be. Are you allergic to smoke? I guess you... I mean, I don't know that your body would I think if react it was, alert, you know, in that type yeah, of... Yeah, like sneezy or whatever yeah. it would be that. That's true. Yeah, I it's, mean... It's uh, pollution, nothing. you know, smog. That know. would be like air quality, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, and there's there's some air quality stuff going on still out there. I mean, you, you wouldn't think that being January, but uh, so I looked at the national and I kind of saw around there. Where was it at? I don't know. Maine, they've got a lot of, uh, I don't know if it's a nor'easter or not, but they've got like winter stormage going on there. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what the name of that storm is. <clears throat> so I don't Well, know. there's been a lot of weather across the country, mm-hmm. just nothing really here. Yeah, I'm I'm... We got that cold snap. It was done in two days. It really was. And I mean, we fine. were back. Now, that's the first time that I heard the forecast say a sharp warming trend. Because we were up to 60 in the next few days. Yeah, the next that. few days yeah. is great. So, yeah. <laughs> and the bugs, I mean, I, I know a few people are like, it's, it's got to be, you know, to kill the bugs. Well, you know, in uh, February of 2020, it was minus 13 for like two weeks. It didn't kill the bugs. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm kind of weird on that theory. They can burrow down for that they can go underground even leaves can leaves can too can huh? layer that 
the bugs. Oh if, yeah. I mean, if you don't burn your leaves <gasps> oh, off, right? Those you, you have a worse bug problem in the summer if you don't burn those leaves off in the fall and the winter. Okay. Because they live in there. They live underneath the leaf that protects them from the elements. Which that's smart. Yeah. Bugs aren't stupid. Well, some bugs are stupid. Uh, I, you know what I've been seeing? House flies. I, I went out uh, loading the disc, you know, my disc golf thing, went outside and I closed the door and I look and there's a house fly on the outside of the door. Mm-hmm. Well, wouldn't you? It's, it's 70 degrees. Sure. <laughs> I mean, I thought every, all those things were like, you know, hibernating or just last week we were 74. God. 70 today or 71 today. So. You know, we get bouts of cold, but right now our bouts of cold are bouts of normal temperatures. Ex- yeah, not cold, and we're we're not used to it. It's like it's right. going to get really cold. No, yeah. it's going to be an average. That's what we're supposed to be. Yeah, I'm I'm okay with that. I'm too. And fortunately, so far you haven't really seen any strong signals for you know wintry precipitation. You know what? We'll have to check that next week. February could be a different ball game. Uh, re- yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, well, let's check. And maybe even March. You know, sometimes we get those seasons that are late. A couple of years ago, our spring storms came late. You know, winters came late before. Right. Uh, that cold air up north has to go somewhere. It has to drain down here, and it's going to get cold. It'll it'll get cold. I, I keep looking at the North American thermals. Uh, you know, because you kind of see how it's swirling around on the Arctic Circle and stuff. And mm-hmm. I mean, it. I've been seeing just. It's wanting to come down, but it just really doesn't get down this far. Like, it comes down to mid-Missouri, and it's like, yeah, okay, we're going to go back up. And then I see 60s the next day. Yeah. Uh, it, I don't know. That's crazy. Well, Corey, man, I'm so glad to have you back on the podcast. This is great. Good to be back. Yay. Well, hopefully, hopefully you'll be back at least for a few more weeks. Hopefully a long time, but we'll see. But well, yeah, the I'll... bad schedule doesn't start till October. Oh, oh boy. Well, September, October, somewhere in there. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, that's, that's typical Branson. I mean, we start, Yeah, uh, right. our schedule was really picking up, too, about that. Yeah, and then you get November and December, you're like, nah. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Well, if you got anything else? Uh, I think we got it all. Okay. Well, it's time to wrap this thing up then. So, be sure to look for us on Facebook at Storm Weather. Like and follow our page, and be sure to like or comment on our posts to have them show up in your news feed. You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to stormdarweather at gmail.com. Also, check out our website. It's still going at stormdarweather.com. Well, that does it for this time. So join us next week for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather Podcast. <laughs>